0: hello hello goodness me um today it's such a beautiful sunny day in Melbourne isn't it just and I'm joined by the lovely Stephanie who is another little ray of sunshine (laughs) so thank you for joining me today thank you so much for having me thank you i mean goodness me it, there's so much we can talk about um stephanie is a naturopath clinical naturopath and nutritionist and has a wealth of experience and we know each other because as some of you know i'm the um wellness and the- and that is also the home for Stephanie who is their clinical naturopath and nutritionist and she specializes in things like autoimmunity, gut health, <laughs> yes. allergies. There's so much we can talk about so who knows where the conversation will go today <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I like know it. we will, won't run out of topics. <laughs> that's for sure, that's for sure. Um, so I always like to start with finding out about you and actually where your journey started in yeah, discovering so, this um, career a lot that of you of now normally- in
1: join the health industry because of a health condition that they experienced or a family member or, you know, that kind of sparks their interest. But mine was a little bit different. I actually did work experience at the Golden Door Health Retreat many, many years ago. Um, And I went there for six full weeks. And this was actually in my uni break. I was studying a completely different degree and I went on my break um, just because I'd heard a lot about it and I was interested in health and fitness. always been active and healthy. And it just absolutely transformed my life. And I realized after being there for six weeks that it was the industry that I definitely wanted to be in. I saw, you know, how happy and healthy all the staff were there and that, you know, it didn't feel like work to them. Um, they were really walking their talk and, all the guests that came week after week, I watched them have these incredible health transformations just from changing their diet and lifestyle. And I myself obviously got to, you know, live and breathe the health retreat nutrition and fitness and things like that for six full weeks. So I felt absolutely incredible. And I just knew that that was the industry I wanted to be in. So uh, when I flew home from Queensland, I quit my uni degree that I was doing and changed into health science. And then yes, Started my four-year health science degree, and I've never looked back, and never been happier with my decisions. Yeah, I was actually wow. studying sort of what media were you communications. Studying before I thought then. I might want to be a journalist. I was really interested in literature and English. Um, so totally different, really. I mean, I use it a little bit now, but, uh, yeah, complete change. And I think, you know, I talk to a lot of young girls about this when mm. I speak in schools and I say, you know, it doesn't matter if you change your mind or you don't know exactly what you want to do when you finish school because, you know, often you will change your mind and you, you have to go with your passion and what you love and then you enjoy your career going forward if you're passionate about it. yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I mean, how far down? It's yeah. so interesting, and it's actually, I love this topic of that kind of mindset and kind of very early on, yep. you realised actually this isn't where my heart wants to go. And um, when you, so before you went to do the the sort of work experience, yeah, how it was far only sort of a year and a half. Was it like a year? Um, or and I
1: think I already two years knew. Or- That it wasn't my absolute passion. Um, So, I suppose that's why I was looking for something else. It's not a usual thing to go and do that Mm -hmm. on your university holidays, go to a health retreat. So, I think that, um, you know, I grew up with nutrition and I grew up, um, you know, (laughs) exercising a lot. I was a competitive runner. So, um, it was always sort of in my genes and my, um, yeah, passions, I think. So, yeah, I just sort of got pulled in that direction and yeah loved that I did.
0: Yeah. And was your when you say he sort of grew up obviously was sporty and you say you grew up with nutrition absolutely was that sort so of your parents um, influence my mum was very into or? health
1: and nutrition nutrition especially um, so we were sort of the kids that had you know the funny lunch boxes with everything really healthy in there and I I just wanted to eat what everybody else was eating but yeah you know, <laughs> Very grateful. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, mum was first on organics when it all came about um, and she was always going to Peran Market. Um, and so I sort of grew up you know, in the brand market when I was younger and getting fresh local produce and cooking with whole foods. And um, yeah, it was home cooked dinners and, you know, healthy lunches and, you know, treats were a treat basically. Um, and I think that, yeah, that definitely sparked my love for nutrition, mm-hmm. but also, you know, I felt, I felt really good growing up as did my brothers. So um, yeah, we're grateful now looking back on it for our mum. Well,
0: I mean, it's funny because one of the questions I was going to ask is coming up and this kind of links in quite well. But often the things, you know, when I'm talking to clients within coaching, a lot of the time I'm having to help people almost rewire their brain. um, And, you know, they've had limiting beliefs. They've got habits that they've lived with their whole life because of how they were brought up. So, you know, things like grabbing yeah. whatever bag of crisps or their attitude around alcohol for example these these are things that you kind of Absolutely. you don't know at the time but are embedded into you so the yeah. fact that you've actually grown up with these beautiful habits has has really kind of helped yeah. you and Absolutely. Well, it's just great because you're not having to. Try but so interestingly, and get rid of them, I think that's what I loved so about the health retreat
1: saw. because at the start of the week, a, a new round of guests would come, whether it's, you know sixty or hundred, fresh new faces. And each week, you know, um, from all walks of life, trying to change habits, whether they were you know already on a fitness journey or they were very very beginners, or they yeah they were trying to wean off alcohol or use it as a detox. I saw people from all walks of life, and I saw them in this program for seven days and. You know, seven days is not a long time when you're trying to rewire and change everything. But I think, you know, with the right education and the right Mm -hmm. support, but then also seeing results quite quickly, so feeling good from what you're eating and you know not craving the sugar anymore or not missing the alcohol, um, I think that that really helped me believe in what I'd been brought up with as well. I just watched hundreds of hundreds of people have these incredible experiences at the health retreat. So, you know, it wasn't a coincidence. I I saw it with my own eyes and, um, you know, some really unhealthy people as well, some people really struggling, you know, whether it be with their weight or with comorbidities, multiple diseases, lots of medication, all sorts of different people. So I love to see that nutrition and good sleep and healthy lifestyle and a bit of education from the practitioners there you know, really changed people's lives and it was just about then going home and then implementing that and then i suppose continuing the support which is why i love when i get referrals from health retreats now such as you know gwinganna i work closely with because you know you do need someone to help you on that journey once you've got back to reality i mean being on a mountain in a health retreat it's quite easy to follow along the rules you're exactly right it's about coaching and supporting you know in day-to-day <laughs> life and yeah i love that part of my job and i'm sure you do too it's really important mm-hmm. <laughs> well you know you t-
0: Ghana I mean that takes me back because I remember um I went and stayed there because I was Amazing. judging the final oh, of wow. um spa retreat for the Australasian spa yes. station and they were they were in there against someone else um, and yeah. the other place actually closed um unfortunately but it was wonderful as well but when Ghana won um and I just yes. remember you know that morning wake up, <laughs> yeah. call it five, I think it was, and mm-hmm. there was little wallaby, little wallabies outside my room and and I, I think the the beauty of that. Retreat experience yeah. is yes, you're getting away, so you're, you're, you're yeah. completely out of your environment, so you're Absolutely. not getting triggered by the things that would usually trigger you, and it kind of gets you mentally prepared. And then, as you said, what's wonderful yeah. is you've got somewhere like mm. Willow Urban Retreat, um, or other places, you know, um, where it's about what can support can you get back home in your daily life to help maintain those changes and maintain those habits and feel supported so that you can kind of as much as you can live
1: absolutely and sort of feel the results from that as well I think that Once Um, you you see the results and you feel better or you notice changes, you're more willing to be compliant, you know, with the diet I might have given you or things like that, when you're actually feeling good from it. And I think that, yeah, that's where nutrition is so amazing, that it can make you feel really, really good. And the bad food can make you feel really, really bad. And you don't even realize um, if you're doing it every day, you know, how bad you truly feel until you feel good. I think I saw that a lot in the health retreat as well you know come day three people just Mm. yeah like I said have these health transformations and they didn't realize how bad they actually were feeling with you know what they were doing to their body basically
0: yeah yeah they don't well you don't I mean I've been there myself when you sit and you think god why was I doing that and then you you beat yourself up as well so it's also not only do you like your body, maybe go sluggish or whatever the you know, the how it, healthy you are in the circumstance, but also mentally, you go, yeah. Oh, will be all right, I'll just have this. And then, absolutely, the job, done that, and then you get really upset. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> you get the kind of twofold. <laughs> um, so, I mean, obviously, at the moment. In Melbourne we've been going through the lockdown but not just Melbourne mm. Australia you know people are still struggling mentally and um, they're taking a lot of time thinking about things and and I think we had a quick chat the other day and we talked yeah. about you know what have you been facing at the moment with clients and you know what 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 can we do to help people at the minute and I think you said that at the minute you're just finding that people are saying absolutely so I I think that um,
1: you know and this has been discussed a lot you know across the world but you know definitely in Victoria lately you know the toll that it's having on people's mental health and that can you know present in many different ways but you know for my patients there's been you know a lot more anxiety um a lot more sort of insomnia um you know people just feeling flat and unmotivated um so there's been lots of those kind of symptoms that I've been working with my patients with but then also So, um, yeah, keeping a routine. I think people have found working at home um, quite tricky to maintain a healthy routine, you know, moving the body, that sort of holistic picture of, you know, eating well, sleeping well, still exercising. So just staying in a bit of a healthy routine. Um, But then also I've seen, you know, female hormones, um, fertility, um, cycles be out of whack. Um, A lot of stress hormones are impacting on female hormones as well, which can presenting yeah regular cycles or different kind of symptoms around their period you know skin breakouts and um, there's a big sort of hormonal picture that I've seen as well which I think has been closely linked to you know increased stress and adrenal fatigue um, and changes in routine as well so I've seen a lot of that but then I think you know the positive side of things is I've seen a lot of patients that are you know really ready to get their health on track you know um, they've got a little bit more time maybe or there's not as many you know social influences that might be um, you know getting things on and off track or falling on and off the wagon so I've also done some incredible work with patients um, where they've been waiting years to find the right time where they were a bit slower so that they could really focus on their health and put themselves first. And I think that that's been a really rewarding part of what I've been doing as well. So it hasn't all been negative negative. Um, and I'm just really grateful that, yeah, people are looking mm. after their health at the moment because I think that if anything, this pandemic has showed us how important our health is and our immune system and resilience and, um, yeah, what we can do individually every day f- to strengthen that.
0: I, I agree and, and you know watching yeah. people but also just looking at myself like you you this sort of the sleeping patterns get your body starts going into the natural yes. circadian rhythms you know waking up earlier when the sun's coming out going to sleep maybe earlier and you know just that slowing down part has made people think oh <laughs> what was I doing before the rushing and, yep like I don't know that rushing of the eating and I've I've actually it's funny I've pitched this article today to I'm contributing and actually I wrote down the the name of the article are you rushing are you playing rushing roulette because you suddenly realize you not only were you rushing around in your day but you were rushing your food like rushing to eat rushing to
1: get everything done And, and actually there's just no need for that Um, it is and I think yeah people aren't necessarily missing that part of life and they've become quite aware of how their life used to be and I think you're probably quite similar with your clients we're sort of discussing what what are you rushing back to and what are you definitely not because some of it was absolutely not serving you or your health or your family or whatever it might be so it's good to identify those things as well to make some changes going forward
0: And do you also think in reality, people might be coming to you now presenting these symptoms but do you think the reality is that maybe these symptoms were there before, but they weren't A, recognising them or B, addressing yeah, them? Yeah, definitely. And, and I think they slowed um, down? I mean,
1: there's definitely multiple different reasons for people not kind of addressing it. But I think that a lot of people felt that they were sort of on that treadmill and it just wasn't stopping. Um, and it's finally stopped for a lot of people. And they've sort of had to think about if they want to get back on or how can they, yes, yeah, slow it down and stop and start it. But I think that the main thing was life was just going so fast that people, yeah, I mean, I hear this all the time. Time is an excuse for a lot of people. Um, And I think that now we've got a little bit more time Mm. and, you know, I've been very busy in clinic because I think that people have decided that it's time to reinvest in them and their health, which I think is fabulous.
0: oh I agree and and if anything Mm. it's been I know it's been horrendous and mental health and but I do feel like people have actually started to stop and actually what what are we doing and so what's exciting is everyone's coming out of this different everybody will have changed because it's such a life-changing thing that the the globally we're going through no one will be unchanged and and we discussed the other day about how it's really just this is about getting back to basics. And so, can you just chat through, you yeah. know, these foundations of health that you talked about with me? What are those foundations? Yeah, so that I, I, I should sort of be have thinking about of five.
1: In? Pillars of health that I really focus on, um, especially when I first meet someone in an in an initial consult. Because if these five pillars are not being addressed or they're being neglected in any way, absolutely have a flow and effect to the rest of the body. So they're you know sleep, movement, hydration, nutrition, and stress management. So obviously we can expand on all of them, but if you know one or two of them you're doing well and three you're not doing well, it's going to start to influence the other two pillars. So I think that, you know, they really are the core of health and wellness, the foundation, and then we expand on them. So, you know, under stress, that influences all your endocrine hormones, you know, your thyroid, your female hormone, your metabolism, sleep, mental health, you know. Fluids, whether it's alcohol or water or sugar or caffeine, all of those influence everything. So you go through all the pillars and then expand on them more, but they really are the integral foundations of health and wellness, I believe. And then we kind of expand from there. So I think, mm. yeah, working on people's hydration a little bit more now that they're at home has been great sleep. I've spoken a lot about in my consults lately, because as you're right, things are, things are different now. People's circadian rhythm is different. Um, Um, But then also sometimes the people working from home, there's been a bit of a blurred work-life balance with logging on late and things like that and screen time. So that all comes into it. Um, But, yeah, I I do really like to start with nutrition um, because what you're eating or not eating affects every single biochemical interaction within the body. So um, that has a flow-on effect to Mm. truly everything, your diet. Well, it truly
0: is the it's your energy isn't it um and I say this all the time but you know you don't put diesel in a petrol car like it's not gonna work so fueling yourself with the right things sets you up for success and your Mm -hmm. body's Always telling you what's happening. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's shouting at you at times, isn't yeah. it? But we just, and just I think
1: it goes go both ways. You know, what you're fueling in the right <laughs> way, but then what you're fueling in the wrong way has just as much impact on, you know, your mood, your digestion, your liver function, your skin, everything. So um I suppose it's about addressing the parts of your diet that are not helpful for health, how we can work through that, and then what is really going to, you know, make your health amazing. Um, Because everybody's nutritional demands are very, very different. So an individualized approach is best. I really don't believe in sort of diet protocols or one diet fits all or even diets in general, to be honest. Like we just said, it's more about a lifestyle going forward. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm also sort of a test don't guess practitioner. So if I think there's actually a nutrient deficiency going on, I might actually do some blood work and, you know, check if zinc is low or vitamin D or iron or B12 or other kind of nutrients that impact, um, you know, your health and happiness and, yeah, sort of really get that individualised nutrition programme for that patient.
0: And I think you've hit the nail on the head there because, you know, I always say it just – I had a chat with someone last week, my friend Laura, and that was about, you know, how there's so many exercise options out there. Now there's people are faced with all these – like diets of you know keto or paleo or Mm -hmm. you might be vegan or vegetarian or you pescatarian or do this do that Atkins and as you said that it's not about going on a diet it's about a lifestyle choice of how you want to eat food and (laughs) the benefits of it and as you said everyone is different depending on their belief system is one thing um yeah and also, Absolutely, I and mean, you body, know through the mo- different bodies, lifespan, time.
1: people have different nutritional um, requirements. You know, somebody who's pregnant or breastfeeding is going to have a completely different nutritional protocol to, you know, a teenage girl or whatever that might be. So, um, you know, how much exercise you do depends, how stressed you are depends on your nutritional requirements. So, there's so many things that come into it, and that's why I think, you know, the be- the best place to start is not on Google. It's actually with a practitioner because um, they can. Create a, a really individualized sort of nutrition plan for you, um, one that you sort of you know look forward, you know, for life being on essentially um and then you know there's you know that one step further where i actually do quite a bit of dna and genetic testing and um you know create dietary plans for your individual genes and genetics which i just find so interesting and i think you know will really be the way of the future but um, yeah there's so much more that comes into nutrition than just you know what you can read online
0: and you yourself um you mm, yeah. have had yeah, some issues, with not right. you? I yeah, think you said you so were that's um, that right?
1: Definitely you know, a massive area of expertise for me, but also an area of interest. And I've done lots of extra study and um, clinical work on, you know, the management of celiac disease and a therapeutic diet for that. Um, And just autoimmunity in general, as celiac disease is an autoimmune condition. So, um, yeah, I'm so passionate about that. And I absolutely love helping patients that have either been newly diagnosed, or we suspect that and we're diagnosing them and working with gastroenterologists. And, Um, yeah, that's definitely an area of my practice that I am very passionate about helping people with.
0: How do you explain... Yeah. So the best How way do you to explain, explain
1: it to is, um, sort of in layman's terms, is your body or your immune system has begun to, you know, become dysregulated and is attacking your own tissue. So it's something very abnormal. It's not. It's not the right thing that your body's doing. It's become um, very confused and very inflamed. And what happens is your body sends antibodies to wherever you're being impacted by that. And then those antibodies can start to attack the tissue. So, um, You know, something like a thyroid autoimmune condition, your thyroid tissue can be impacted by these antibodies. Um, If you've got joint aches and pains, it might be more of a rheumatoid arthritis and your joints are being impacted. Um, You know, MS or multiple sclerosis is the brain. Celiacs is the gut. You know, there's lots and lots of different autoimmune conditions and the body essentially is turning on itself. Um, And so one of our main goals of treatment is to really reduce those antibodies antibodies um, both clinically and in symptom um, manifestation as well and you know stop the body calm the body down reduce the inflammation and promote sort of remission and healing Um, you can't cure necessarily an autoimmune disease once it's been sort of triggered or switched on it's on um, but we can really dampen down the impact that it's having on the body and the tissue and the degeneration that can happen so there's so much work we can do to help with autoimmunity which I I love um and it's a very holistic approach and it might be quite medical and um, nutritional but it just depends on how early you've caught it and um yeah what organs involved basically it's complicated though it's definitely complicated the actual pathophysiology of it it (laughs) will yes
0: and the body is i mean it's just so yes much involved um but then if you were to strip back and say, well, whoever you are or what you know, whatever you're doing,
1: would you say there are some just very simple yeah, things that everyone should be doing? There definitely is. That? I think, um, you know, getting your diet right, like I said, is definitely the first foundation because that impacts everything. You know, your diet impacts your mood. So even if you were to say let's start with your mental health first, you really do have to start with what fuel you're putting in your body to support the production of your brain chemicals. So it all sort of um, ebbs and flows together. But I think starting with nutrition is important. Making sure you're hydrated is really important. Um, And then focusing on, you know, if you're moving your body enough, if you're sleeping enough, coming back to those kind of pillars. Um, But obviously at the moment as well, it is about rest and Um, you know, supporting the immune system and um, creating that strength and resilience for a lot of people. And I think that that's happened from people being at home and from slowing down and, you know, home cooking more, all of those things are helpful. Um, But I think that We can often look for, you know, really complicated diets or plans or protocols or supplements or things like that when really if you're not actually just drinking enough water, you know, none of that matters. It's really about getting back to basics. And I know that sounds really simple, but um, often that can be the most powerful change that people make and, yeah, get the best results.
0: I think you're right. And I've always said, I mean, your pillars, they do sum it up really. Um, You know, drink more water, get more sleep, make sure you're moving, make sure your nutrition's right. That's that's what it is. And nutrition-wise, if you think about it, even when you look at all these different diets and whatever they want to call them, the
1: common theme is really like eat more vegetables. It's all about, yeah, the (laughs) phytonutrients from vegetables, (laughs) plant-based, you know, um, they help your liver detox. They're good for your gut health. You know, vegetables just are really heroed all the time. And there's a reason for that. They're powerful, powerful plants. <laughs> um, and I think that, yeah, if I meet someone that really eats no vegetables, we might have to start there. Um, and that can seem quite basic, especially for an adult, but, um, mm. if they're, you know, eating eight pieces of fruit a day and not one single vegetable, that, that, that's the wrong way around. So I think, you know, for some of my patients, we get right back to, you know, the core fundamentals of nutrition as well and what your sort of RDIs are or your recommended daily intake. So just sort of debunking a few myths as well. Um, so often I let my patients ask me lots of questions, sort of mm. pick my brain of what you would Google, ask me because, you know, I've been trained and I've done a degree um, because sometimes it is about just answering questions and re-educating people. And I just wish that we'd did this in primary school you know right now i still don't think there's enough education even in schools right now so that's definitely an area i'm really passionate about you know educating young children about the core fundamentals of nutrition and then they take that forward with them Mm -hmm.
0: i agree and i think Growing up, I mean, my mum and dad were quite healthy and they did lots of stuff with vegetables. But then I look at my yes. grandma, you know, she used to boil them to death, poor vegetables. And they've just not really yes. been sort of treated with any respect. And I, I still see people now who are trying to eat more vegetables and they are eating more vegetables, but they're not doing them justice because they're just plonking them on a plate and, and and they're not yeah giving them the life that they can get because as as you're aware and you know if anyone's watched the cooking classes with willow and yes. you know you can inject so much flavor into them it doesn't need to be absolutely um, uncomfortable or boring to eat vegetables in yeah. fact you actually begin to crave them and you know, there's days yes, I'm like, oh my yes. God, I just want <laughs> And I think or you're <laughs> exactly right. I think a lot
1: of people who don't do it and maybe don't cook have no idea that, you know, you can make them taste incredible and enjoy them. And, you know, friends and family can enjoy them. And I think that um, that's why all my patients get recipes after a consult with me, because it's, it's very well and good to say, you know, go and eat this, this, this. But if they have never even cooked with it before, and they have no idea, you've, I've sort of half done my job. So um, I like to really sort of tuck my patients in um, and tell them exactly how they should do it and present it and what dressing might go well with that and how long it keeps in the fridge answer all of those questions for them so that um, it's not so daunting it's not such a ginormous change that just seems overwhelming and too hard I think um, if you have to go and do all of that work yourself um, that makes things tricky so I yeah I do like to give my patients quite you know I give them all a treatment plan and I let them email me whenever they need to so I'm quite available to my patients which keeps me very busy but um, I wouldn't have it any other way because I think that human nature you know people do need extra support you can't necessarily just send someone off and say see you in a month you know they need that check-in they need support they might have questions they might not have had everything sink in in a consult you know we discuss a lot of things um so i think yeah people when they're beginning a health journey need extra support and coaching and guidance and that's where i get the best results
0: Yeah I mean I think (laughs) I I just love your passionate approach the holistic the holistic view and that's what health should be like nothing's you don't just presented with a symptom and then you treat it it's about where's this coming from why how how can we change this and you know as you said it's it's hard to make these changes and if we can embrace People and help them take these small steps bit by bit. That's where the real change comes in, and they see results. And it's it's wonderful to hear you so passionate about it, and you can yeah. see why you're you're in <laughs> the industry. You. I mean, you can feel it. Yeah, it's exciting. Um. Wow. Well, so course. thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope it's inspired people to you know think about what they're doing. And I know that we talked about it really is it it, it's it is about you know when they say it takes um, (laughs) it takes an army (laughs) takes a what's that thing when yes it it takes a village sorry to to raise like a child Mm -hmm. I think it takes a village for everybody because I feel like there's a matter just every human because you know you might see someone for something but the, the end of the day is you know if you need help with something with nutrition yes you need to have support with you yes you might need to have certain treatments as well you might need to see someone yeah, to help support you with this habit change it, it really is a Definitely. nurturing supportive system and i think don't ever be afraid to ask for help and obviously if people want to get in touch with you yeah. um, they can obviously mm-hmm. follow you on instagram so your instagram dot is steph dot, yeah. is it De- un- that's right. So, I always get my dots and underscores wrong. So you can follow Steph there. And um, she's also obviously yeah. on the Willow website. So you can book a, an appointment yeah. there. And is there anywhere else that she can you? Yeah, so be I've also got to, my to own website, and... which is
1: www.stefgobbo.com.au. And you can also book a consult through there. And I've also got um, some blog posts and some recipes and just a little bit more about um, the other things that I do outside of consulting. Um, so consulting is just one of the hats that I wear yeah um so yeah all the information is on there but yes it's um yeah we're, we're so excited that you've joined the Willow team and we can't wait for yeah everything to reopen and oh so we can all get back into the beautiful retreat and um start to see everybody's faces face to face I know
0: I know. it'll be so nice yes. for us to run something together and Absolutely. work with clients together I know I not wait. I not know we're now. doing really well the cases are going down exactly we're on track <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes thank you so much for having me Katie oh, wow. thank you so much and thank um you. yeah enjoy the rest of the beautiful day in Melbourne and see you soon I'll have a great, you great afternoon lovely very soon bye you too